Well, a new General Assembly has been seated. Do you know who your legislators are? Good morning. It is Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Uh, I've been covering the state legislature now for going on like eight years or so, and uh, it's been pretty incredible just to see the sausage being made, as is uh, as is talked about the state house. Uh, you know how legislation comes together, and I think we've all seen that just in the past few weeks with the gun ban bill that passed. Uh, but um, obviously, you know. We get to points where there are flashpoints and controversial issues that come up at the state house, be it about guns, be it about abortion, be it about education, be it about taxes, and it seems that people really get engaged uh, in, in in an effort uh, that might be a little too late, and sometimes it makes people realize they need to pay more attention. And listen, I, I do what I can to help you uh, better understand how government works, providing you know the, 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 the policies that they're talking about and how they're advancing legislation here or there. Uh, but I can't do it all. Sometimes I feel like I'm sitting in front of a fire hydrant with my mouth wide open and no goggles on with as much as happens uh, whenever they are in town. Uh, but it, it's important that everybody knows who their legislators are and and, uh, you know, gets engaged and in, in, in votes accordingly. Uh, if you don't know who your legislators are, I would encourage you to go to the website, the Illinois State Board of Elections, and uh, the website is elections.il.gov. There you'll find information for voters. You click on that, and then you go down to um, find my elected officials. And there, uh, it gives you a map, but you can also uh, click through and uh, in, include your address. Uh, and that uh, gives you the chance to uh, go further into a map of sorts, and you can find out who your elected officials are. Uh, so you've got a state representative. You've got a state senator. Uh, you've also got U.S. congressional members, uh, two U.S. senators, and a member of the House that you're represented by. Uh, so you have to know who your elected officials are. Uh, but you also have to understand how, you know, for instance, a legislative body works. Uh, the General Assembly has been around since 1818, since the state was founded. Uh, we do have a constitution that was re-upped back in 1970. Uh, but uh, with the General Assembly, there are two-year terms. Right now, we're in the 103rd General Assembly. The 102nd General Assembly just wrapped up. Tuesday, and that was the same day, the final day of the 102nd General Assembly, that lawmakers approved a whole host of bills, including that gun ban that Governor J.B. Pritzker signed on Tuesday. But yesterday, you had lawmakers take to different places, uh, newly elected members of the General Assembly, people who were re-elected to the General Assembly. Uh, they, uh, they met at different areas for a swearing-in ceremony. The Illinois Senate went to the old state capitol. Uh, the US, the Illinois House went to the University of Illinois Springfield uh, at the uh, at the auditorium there, and they held their ceremony. Uh, and uh, one thing that's interesting is with the uh, the ceremonies, you've got. Uh, uh, the 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 process of picking legislative leaders, uh, and if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen this. But uh, the House is now in the 103rd General Assembly, and it's organized. State Representative Lisa Hernandez, she uh, she nominated uh, House Speaker Emmanuel Chris Welch for a second term to be Speaker. And a little bit of history: uh, Welch replaced former House Speaker Michael Madigan. 
who currently faces 23 charges of federal corruption. Uh, so we'll actually talk about Madigan a little bit later on because some interesting stuff's been revealed in court filings. Uh, but Lisa Hernandez, she nominated uh, Chris Welch and uh, Republicans nominated Tony McCombie. Uh, so you'll hear Hernandez, Welch, and McCombie uh, here in this, uh, in this bit. Great honor to nominate Emmanuel Chris Welch as Speaker of the House for the 103rd General Assembly. From day one as Speaker, he has been at the helm protecting and defending our democracy, unifying us in the fight to uphold our democratic values amidst rising Republican extremism. Well, we won. Five additional seats. We must continue to prioritize equity in everything we do. Equity in healthcare, equity in education, equity in workplaces, and yes, also equity in our judicial system. When we say the Pledge of Allegiance, it ends with justice for all. Justice for all means all. Together, Leader McCombie, we're ready to do the work. Some people are going to say that we can't work together. But I ask you to join me in saying, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we will. Because the people of Illinois sent us here to do the work. Because Illinois is and has always been a state of possibilities and opportunity. But our systems of checks and balances is at risk with increasingly one-party control of Illinois state government. Long-held respect by those who value democracy, our system of checks and balances between our co-equal branches of government is unbalanced and unhealthy for us all, Republicans, Democrats, and independents. We have an opportunity with leadership changes to reimagine what we expect from our state government. We must prioritize the co-equal nature of our government and prioritize fulfilling the constitutional, the constitutional duty, one which supersedes party loyalty or providing those checks and balances. My Republican colleagues in the House have put their faith in me to restore and to rebuild and to bring balance to Illinois. It will be difficult, but we will claw back in the wake of the worst gerrymandered maps in the country. It's time for courageous leadership. Leadership must be unafraid to be forthright. So I ask you, Speaker Welch, don't be afraid. Bring us to the table. We are problem solvers, so use our knowledge, benefit from our talents, and hear our hearts. Let us show you that any preconceived notions about Republicans is false. We want to govern.
So I ask you, please don't disregard our value. So again, that was uh, House Minority Leader Tony McCombie, who was elected to replace outgoing House Minority Leader Jim Durkin. Durkin's no longer in the legislature. You had some more conservative Republicans saying that he was a rhino, Republican in name only, or Democrat light. Um, We heard a little bit of uh, Durkin's response to that uh, uh, yesterday. But um, coming up, we'll hear some moments from the new Illinois Senate that was seated yesterday and their leadership they chose for the Democrats to lead as the Senate. And the president and the Republicans with the uh, minority leader. Uh, so we'll get to that coming up and also uh, touch on some of what uh, uh, lawmakers are looking ahead for from both sides of the aisle. So that's coming up here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY Springfield's News. Mobile app, 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Well, a new General Assembly is seated. It's the 103rd General Assembly. We heard from the House leadership, the House Speaker, Chris Welch. Also, you've got Tony McCombie, the House Minority Leader. Uh, But what about the Illinois Senate? It's a smaller body, but they represent more constituents. You have two House districts per Senate district, and it looks like they're going to keep the top as Senate President Don Harmon, Uh, but you have the Republicans who have selected uh, John Curran to be the new Republican Minority Leader in the Illinois Senate, and here is a little bit of uh, what they had to say yesterday after uh, taking the oath of office in the old state capitol here in Springfield. Uh, so again, Senate President Don Harmon, followed by um, the Senate Minority Leader John Curran. Governor Pritzker for presiding over the opening ceremonies. Uh, one of these years, uh, maybe, just maybe, we'll have a normal Senate uh, ceremony in our normal Senate chamber, but probably not anytime soon. Uh, the Senate seems to be pretty good at finding new and different ways to be different. I am honored and humbled to receive the support of my colleagues to serve in this post. Thank you. My commitment to you is that I will strive each day to do my best to live up to the responsibilities and the trust you have placed in me. I'm also a bit surprised by the reality that uh, as of today, with a whopping uh, tenure of not quite three years, I am now the longest serving legislative leader in the General Assembly. Make of that what you will. On the flip side, I would like to congratulate the newest member of the Four Tops, Republican Leader John Curran. Leader Curran, I look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Finally, thank you, Senate President Don Harmon, for your dedication to the state of Illinois. I look forward to working with you in the year ahead. Our democracy was designed to allow us to make a difference, even through our differences. In this spirit, Illinois is better served when our public policies are crafted from two, not one, participating parties. As legislators, I believe we can best respect and represent our principles by sharing them with the other side and taking the time to listen and learn why they are important to the constituencies we represent. So, again, that's uh, just some of the back and forth from the leaders in the Illinois Senate uh, when they were sworn in yesterday for the 103rd General Assembly. So they start. They are in business. And they actually head back to the Illinois State Capitol today at 11 o'clock. But the Senate, they take the week off, and they're back later on this month with the House set to be back at the end of the month. And spring session goes until about mid-May. Some of the big things they got to tackle, an annual state budget uh, and 
China. You can imagine there's a whole host of other things that they could pick up, including things that didn't pass before the previous General Assembly ended on Tuesday. Uh, one thing a listener reached out to me about was that measure that would require uh, sex ed for K-12 through at all public schools. That did not advance before Tuesday evening, so they may want to bring that back up. But there's a whole host of other things, including a pawnbroker bill to cap what pawnbrokers can do with tax uh, with uh, with interest on loans they give. Uh, that's something else that could come up in this new General Assembly. Uh, plus a whole host of other things you can imagine. It's going to be a busy, busy General Assembly. Uh, we'll have to uh, review some of what uh, uh, the, the various lawmakers hope to see happen, and we'll do that next here on WMAY. Stay tuned. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. Follow along. Bishop on air on Twitter or YouTube. And uh, you can stay up to date with all that I've got my hands involved in, which is quite a bit. Uh, So stay tuned. We've been talking about the new General Assembly that was seated yesterday, and I, at the State House, talked with a lot of lawmakers from both sides of the aisle, and uh, in particular, uh, I asked several about what their hopes are for the new General Assembly. And uh, we've got uh, people from both sides of the aisle, Democrats and Republicans that I talked to, one being Waukegan Democratic State Representative Rita Mayfield. And we were talking about population decline, and she shared with me that she hopes to address taxes as part of population decline. Here's what she had to say uh, when I chatted with her a few days ago. I've been working on those for years. Um, There is an appetite across on both sides of the aisle, you know, for some type of tax reform. So I know there's a lot of things that are being floated, and I'm hoping that in this upcoming General Assembly that we will be able to address some of the uh, the tax issues. So Rita Mayfield's wanting to address some of the tax issues. You've got State Representative LaShawn Ford, who we talked with a couple of days ago about the gun issue, but I asked him about this as well, what he looks to do. Uh, here's what he said that uh, he's hoping to do with a uh, new legislature that's now in session. Well, I got to tell you, one thing that will be top of order for my legislation is to introduce a bill to deal with people that are um, have depression and uh, mental health issues and that will be to entertain and start the conversation on legalizing mushrooms in Illinois. So uh, State Representative LaShawn Ford looking to legalize mushrooms in the state of Illinois uh, for therapeutic purposes. Uh, But so far, we've heard some things about a tax reform or legalizing mushrooms. Um, But what are Republicans in the super minority going to do? And that's uh, something that they have to contend with being in the super minority. Uh, They don't have to cast yes on anything and it could still pass with enough votes to sustain a gubernatorial veto. Uh, And with that, you've got uh, Republicans like uh, State Representative Adam Niemerg uh, chiming in about uh, what he's hoping uh, for the future in the next two-year term of the state legislature. Here he is sounding off on some of that. A little leery about uh, additional taxes, a bloated, uh, a bloated budget, and really going in the wrong direction. But my hopes are the people of the state of Illinois, because they know that things need to change, and people are speaking out. Witness slips are being filed in an unbelievable rate against these bills, so the people are waking up to what's happening. So we'll hear more about what some Republicans want to do, including from uh, House Minority Leader Tony McCombie. I chatted with her as well uh, to get an idea of what, as House Minority Leader, she's going to be able to do uh, to keep tabs on what the uh, Democrat supermajority is doing at the Illinois State House. Here's some of what she had to say. Oh, uh, 
I'm not sure if I have any fears yet. Uh, certainly, I, I'm, I'm going in with uh, in the new leadership position with open eyes, and I'm going to trust until I can't trust. And I, I think that's a, a great way. I think our caucus is, is although small, it's mighty. And I think we're going to come, well, I know we're going to come up with some great ideas and some um, resolutions to some issues. Uh, rather than being the, the party of no and, and denying fixes, we're going to give the people of Illinois something to talk about. So giving the people of Illinois something to talk about, McCombie says, uh, we'll see just how effective that is in the long run with uh, Republicans in the super minority. Uh, And that's something that uh, Republican State Senator Terry Bryant acknowledges that they are in the super minority. uh, And uh, as that role, she says it's important that they do keep tabs on what's happening and to inform uh, the rest of the state and their constituents uh, how uh, legislators are acting and what legislation they're advancing. Uh, So you can expect to hear a lot of Republicans really just um, putting out information about uh, what Democrats are doing. uh, But how is that going to be effective in the long run? Here is uh, State Senator uh, Terry Bryant, a Republican from Murfreesboro. And it just looks to me like every time you think, every time we think that the legislature has gone to the absolute extreme, couldn't go any further, they find a new way. So I would say over the next two years, I'm going to do what Senator Luchtefeld said when he left office. I called him. I said, Coach, what do you think is the most important bill you ever passed while you were in the legislature? He said, Terry, I don't know if I, if I can name one that I passed that was important, but I stopped a lot of bad stuff. So honestly, in a supermajority, I see my job is doing everything I can do to stop a lot of bad stuff. And is that a hope you have, is to be kind of somebody to point these things out? Uh, Yeah, because, you know, I really believe that Illinoisans are bright. Um, They get it when you give them the full story. It's just often we have a little trouble sometimes getting the media to put, you know, put our side of it out. You're pretty good about doing it, so appreciate that. Um, but when we educate people, whether it's whether I do it on social media or I do it in a newsletter, whatever, all of a sudden people wake up. Just like with the Safety Act, all, you know, when when you tell people, hey, this trespass thing is going to happen, hey, this no cash bail is going to happen, even though it passed two years ago, people woke up and they're like, wait, what's going to happen? So I think part of our job here as legislators on the Republican side of the aisle is to make sure that people have a clear understanding of what's really happening. So uh, state. Senator Terry Bryant uh, hoping to be uh, a watchful eye of what's going on at the State House, and um, we of course here in the media are supposed to be doing that as well. Uh, and I'll wake up every morning and I'll go out every day and uh, be on the ground there at the Capitol uh, to bring you the latest because I think it's extremely important that you as a taxpayer, you as a sentient individual, a free-thinking individual, that you are engaged, that you know. Listen, it's my job to be out there and to spend 12, 13 hours a day in front of that fire hydrant with my mouth wide open and no goggles on uh, so that I can bring you quality content here and let you know what's going on at the state house. Um, but, uh, you know, you've got to seek out that information, right? And you've got to look at all sides and you've got to uh, read uh, different news sources. Uh, but hopefully this uh, this place here is a good place for you to come back to each and every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on 92.7 WMAY. You can also follow me on YouTube, Bishop on Air. Be sure to subscribe. You can also find me on Twitter, Bishop on Air. Subscribe. And uh, we can uh, communicate that way as well. You can email me, bishoponair at gmail.com. So that's just how we can all 